0: real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week individual results may vary
3: wrestling it's a thing we all enjoy and I am learning to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> that was as slick an opening as you'll ever hear. I'm tired, Mark. <laughs> I know. But uh, it's been uh, a fun couple of uh, first episodes. Yep. But we're going to be applying the ice cold finish to WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9. <laughs> WrestleMania
2: 9. Um, everyone on WrestleMania 9 is dead.
3: Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yes, it Except is. Except in um, a couple of instances. <laughs> yes, like the next
2: match. Yes. Uh, Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus... Money
3: Incorporated Yes Erwin R. Scheister Yep Erwin R. Scheister invented
2: uh, at this time Vince McMahon is being investigated by the federal government Mm. as part of their investigations into the WWE they have put in a financial team who are solely at the WWF's offices making sure that all the money is not being laundered uh, and they're going through everything with a fine toothed comb they're looking for charges to stick on Vince McMahon in the wake of this big steroid scandal and sexual harassment claims Um, the, his response to that is to create IRS, <laughs> a character who is boring and is no fun, mm. voiced by Mike Rotondo, good wrestler, not the greatest promo... And he's a bit dull, and that was very much Vince McMahon trying to get back at the federal government, who were trying to prosecute and imprison him mm. by doing a slightly mean caricature of
3: what he imagined they must be like. They are not watching. <laughs> no. They're just watching the gate receipts. Absolutely. That's what they're Absolutely. watching.
2: They, they, they aren't going to be offended by a character <laughs> when they're looking into the uh, abuse of minors.
3: What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Unless his name is. Peter door pedophile <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what the... a terrible wrestling <laughs> character I'm a grit booker and you yeah. know that um, <laughs> especially why... if he's a fan favourite <laughs> <laughs> I got a great blue eyes. <laughs> <He's> oh.
2: <laughs> I was there's actually when Dustin Rhodes uh, 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 Goldust mm. he went back to WCW in 1999. They gave him a character called Seven, which was supposed right. to be quite creepy. And yes. they did some vignettes, and he looked like he had a white face and a black hat, mm. and it was a sort of pro, new Undertaker type right, figure. Okay, yeah. And in the vignettes that they started off with, there was a child who was looking through a window and then saw him. And someone watched it back after it been <laughs> out on TV and went. Jesus Christ, it's just like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to scrap it. So it, when they debuted him, he came down in all the get-up and then he did a sort of interview where he said, oh, I, I, you know, I, this is shit gimmick. I'm not supposed to, you know, I, I left WWF because I didn't want this shit gimmick and this is what they have given to me. Well, I'm Dustin Rhodes. And they made it like he was fighting out. But they just looked at it
3: and gone, what have we done? <laughs> do we, not, do we, we've a created
2: bit. a child abductor
3: <laughs> as do. a character. <laughs> Why would? What would be the ethical uh, considerations when not creating a uh, (laughs) I I, I mean... I I I think basically anything where if there's something awful in the news
2: that your your program can't go out. That's <laughs> okay, a, yeah, that's yeah, the key. Yeah. Which which they later do with uh, Muhammad Hassan uh, who was their um Islamic terrorist sort of uh, Okay, character. yes. right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. or Islamist terrorist. Mm. I I say, I say that
3: like they thought it through. No, they yeah, didn't you at you all. did more thinking about went, what you said just then. They went
2: brown screen bloke. The yeah. guy who played Muhammad Hassan is not from the Middle East. He was from Italy. So he's <laughs> Italian heritage. But they did a piece where a load of men in balaclavas came out and they Garrotted the Undertaker, and then they took his body out um, with their hands held high. This is in 2005, yeah, and it went out on Sky Sports the night of Seven Seven. Right, Uh, that caused a big kerfuffle,
3: and it cost who did it cost their job?
0: Uh,
2: Mohammed Hassan.
3: Oh. Not uh, th- no, nobody... Th- the actor. Right, okay, the person yeah. who played not, the thing. Not the people the who came who up came with, with it. The thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. it's
2: what I call the dapper off laugh scenario.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Um, why would Ted DiBiase be friends with the tax man? Yes, strange. Because he's, he's made a money, he's all, but why would he be friends with the IRS man? That's very man?
2: true, and IRS is not like I'm a crooked tax man. No, he's, he's literally... He the, like the, I'm a very serious the, the man. tax man. Yeah, he's the
3: man, isn't he? So, like, yeah, he's not like... I can't figure maybe, that out. Well, maybe they're just mates, but they just will not talk about like finances. Yeah, we can be friends, but let's never talk about that. Maybe Ted DiBiase was uh, investigated, much like uh, his boss Vincent Mann, uh, but he just became friends with uh, the IRS. Owen <laughs> uh, asked <Ars-Ryster>, uh, <laughs>
2: I mean, maybe, maybe they had a thing where they went, they went, you know, we, you've been investigating me. It's been awful. But, you know, we yeah. could we could do something together that's <laughs> nice and not have this end on a sour note. Yeah. And so Irwin said, well, why don't we go and fight Hulk Hogan and British Beefcake? And Ted's gone, that's brilliant. Great. <laughs>
3: you know. The and, Mega Maniacs. Yeah. That's a terrible name for two <sighs> really well-known wrestlers. Like, really well-known wrestlers. And that was the best they could come up with, the Mega it, it
2: follows on from two Hulk Hogan tag teams. The Mega Powers, with right. Randy Savage, oh. that leads to WrestleMania Five. And then the Mega Maniacs, which was a Randy Savage and an Ultimate Warrior tag team. Oh, okay, right, and okay. But, but, but there's no need. No, the Ultimate Maniacs, sorry. And then it becomes the Mega Maniacs. Right. There's no need to cross this over. <laughs> Just come up with a, either a better name or no name. <laughs> so Brutus Beefcake's come back after facial reconstructive surgery, yes. having been very badly injured in a parasailing accident. But we He's had this last time. Wearing... He, wasn't
3: re- he wasn't wrestling, was he? I can't, no, yeah, because his uh, face was,
2: was fucked. He was doing interview stuff. And they've, in this one, they've put a sort of mask on him. He looks like a weird bee yes he does
3: he looks like a power ranger he looks like a shit power he does
2: and he's just you know what he's he's got everything about him is shite (laughs) so the mask (laughs) is crap his hair looks appalling (laughs) he's got too much floaty stuff on his thing and you know what he was never the greatest wrestler but when they when those knees went into his face, they knocked out any fucking wrestling ability he had. <laughs> he is so bad in this, and I tell you what, there's something. You probably can't really... see a mask. <laughs> no. Well, there's something really bad as well about matches where they go. We know he's got an injury, and we're just going to zero in on that, yeah. and he's going to really sell it, and it's just boring. But I mean, Hogan, he's in a boating accident of his own, which is why he's got this eye that looks like oh. one of those thousand year old eggs I, duck eggs sort of I delicacies thought gonna tell, I thought you were
3: going to tell I thought you're going to tell me like this really fruity story but it was just a boating accent why are the wrestle well, why are there the wrestlers allowed? Oh, a
2: fruity story a
3: fruity story in on, a boat on wrestlemania they say uh,
2: they they say that million dollar man has paid some thugs to hit to you up. hogan yeah, yeah. In, the, yeah. in the eye with some
3: weights um they don't ever quite get it get it across all yeah. work out and where it's they, happened where it's happened and they speculate yeah. and like uh, hey, you know, those went to really heavy yeah. you can follow us in. Yeah. It, like, that, yeah it's all uh, it's, it's disc- all a bit it looks disgusting There's, I mean it's
2: so fucking gross. it's and- so
3: gross it's so fresh and there are three different layers of I think the stitches, the yeah. s- there's plasters. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, good it's Lord. black,
2: but in the inside it's like black and red. The actual oh, eye, the eyeball is oh. black, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah, like it looks red. like it looks. You know what? It's gonna make me, it's gonna make anyone listening feel sick. But it looks like that eyeball stinks. It <laughs> uh, you get near him, you go, oh, what's that smell? And then you go, my brother, you know, it's all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> They're replaced with a big spicy pickled onion. The uh, rumor is that having been away from the WWF for quite a long time right he returned uh, and that morning Randy Savage punched him in the face because savage by this point has divorced elizabeth and he blamed hogan and uh hogan's wife at the time linda he said that they had essentially sort of you know uh, hastened the split or introduced elizabeth to someone who had stolen her heart but he felt they were interfering so the Mm. rumor has always been and hogan has denied this but hogan denies and 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 he talks a lot of shit he he, does talk a lot of shit um he 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 has always denied that I was listening to this with the knowledge of this and Savage keeps doing his commentary mm. and
3: it's it's hard to, to not disavow read <laughs> to stuff disavow into it. Of that of that particular it, opinion it right It really okay.
2: is so there's a bit where they talk about he's relatively quiet during the match but mm. Hogan comes out and they go look at his eye you know it's it's been really damaged and, and Randy and Savage man
3: just shouts the c word <laughs> <laughs> He's a cunt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Looks like a motherfucking company
3: design. <laughs> um, he, uh, <laughs>
2: Maybe he's fried too close to the fucking wind. <laughs> he does just shout, mm, Cheap shot. <laughs> That's what he does. Cheap and then, shot. a bit later, he goes, He's got that bad eye, but... Eh. <laughs> well,
3: it well, goes nowhere. <laughs>
2: and then, there's a bit where they go, well, you know, uh, his eye's in a terrible way. And Savage just goes, He knows who's behind it. <laughs> and I couldn't work out whether... Savage is, is going, yeah, or he's just being normal. It's really hard to tell. <laughs> he's just
3: being a bad commentator or uh, an excellent angry man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the funny thing about it is, uh, if if Hogan did oh, she do it... I wish he bit his tongue off where, uh, you know, in other parts, <laughs> I'm <it's> pretty <laughs> sure. If Hogan did
2: do it, then I, I think there was a sense of he didn't really tell the truth about it for a long time. Okay. Because he didn't want Vince McMahon to say... I specifically, you know, you know, the day before WrestleMania, you don't go out and do a physical boating, you know,
0: yeah. water skiing
2: okay, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was a sense of, okay, well, if he didn't make it clear at the time, mm. then that was the reason why. Okay. I hope, I hope Savage punched him. It's a much better story. <laughs> it is. And
3: Jesus Christ, that eye is disgusting. It's, it's again it's, it's because the cameras are so much better than they used to be Yeah. Um, oh wow disgusting oh, it's horrible. the very fact they they have
2: to tell you really far in advance how bad the eye is <laughs> before you even see him they really flag it up they go guys it's worth saying Wrestlemania has been ruined uh, but this is this is the worst thing you've ever seen. Eye,
3: it's the eyeball. It's the worst thing. Yeah. You can't put makeup on that bastard. No, it's so disgusting. <laughs> it's so disgusting. And
2: of course, you know he knows. I think he's Bret Hart is told the day before that he's going to lose the belt to Yokozuna right. and that Hogan's then going to win it. Yeah. And so he knows, looking in that mirror, that he's going to be the big hero with this. Eye that looks like it's come out of fucking <laughs> Satan's bum. <laughs> it's so awful. Um, he's uh. also at this this period. He's gone a bit thin, and he's a bit of a rangy walrus, mm. and he's moving in a sort of a bit stiff it's just all wrong his hair looks like Jimmy Savile as well it's got really thin and white and <laughs> everything about it makes me feel ill as if that's not bad you get through this match which is interminable really long and it ends with a disqualification yep. having done a fake count out end and then mm. saying they've got to come back in or they'll lose the belts and then it ends with a disqualification but right at the end Hogan gets his briefcase full of money mm. and he sort of does a sort of like pelvic sex dance
3: oh yeah that was weird that, like, I enjoyed it but it was a weird <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> disgusting. And then they, th- they, they hand out, I thought they were going to throw the money into the crowd, but they just handed out handfuls of it. Yeah, there was very, very
2: much the, the suggestion that they were going to throw all this money out. Yeah. And they do go around giving out a few bills.
3: And, a, a, small, a nominal amount of uh, yeah. money. Yeah, which, yeah, is, yeah. which
2: is a, a reprise of WrestleMania 1, where Andre wins the £10,000 body slam challenge.
3: He wins the £10,000 in, in a 10 quid uh, bag. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, he does. And then he gets a handful throws it out, and then Bobby Heenan snatches it and runs to the back. Yes, that's So right, they yeah. give away about $40, <laughs> you know, cleverly done.
3: And uh, Natalie Cole rocks up. That's where Nat King Cole's um, daughter uh, turns up. She goes, yep. I didn't know that was real money. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, really she's really impressed by <laughs> the
2: fact <laughs> it's real money. It was real money? Yeah. And then uh, uh, <laughs> Todd Pettengill talks to the CEO of Caesars Palace. Yeah. I love these bits where <laughs> there's obviously a thing where they've had to do some kind of contractual... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like
3: Trump with uh, yeah. in previous years. But, yeah, it was like this... And he's like going, oh, I want to thank the Wrestling fans again. And this shit goes on. He's, this is longer than a couple of the matches it in this really is. show. really and, and like, I, and he's the CEO of Caesars Palace. And I try to just find some dirt on him. He resigned three years later. I can't find, like, I found his house on Google. That's about <laughs> it. That's all I've got on him. He's, he's, he's on LinkedIn still. He's I know strangely
2: that much. got a weird Germanic, like, mobby accent as well. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I must tell you we're delighted. I must tell you the wrestlers really ingratiated themselves with the <laughs> It's like this this strange continental man. I oh, Todd Pettengill tries to shut him up on numerous occasions yeah. and he, he just barrels through. Can it. I get
3: a deal on my room? What does that even mean? Like yeah. you, you presumably already bought your room have you paid for your room. Yeah mate like can I get a deal on my room like going, You haven't got a room yet. Yeah. Because uh, you're gonna need a room. But, but, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but also, can
2: I get a deal on my room? It's surely been booked through your company. <laughs> yeah. what, what you are asking me to do is illegal. <laughs> and, and, and as the CEO of Caesar's Palace, I would have never, ever done anything illegal in my life. <laughs> Make that very clear. Oh.
1: Well-
3: Oh yeah, and there's a promo. My favorite, probably my favorite bit, or one of my favorite bits in this thing, uh Mister Perfect. It's fucking brilliant, <laughs> this, isn't it? Isn't it good? It's the first time at a WrestleMania I've seen someone give up after yeah. <laughs> a promo. And do you know what?
2: Absolute dignity and credit to him. Yeah, he tries to say the narcissist Lex Luger. So he's got to the end of his promo, and oh. he goes, he tries to say the narcissist Lex Luger, and he goes, the lexicist,
3: the le. The le- I thought he was doing a pun on Lex Luger and the, and calling him like the exorcist, but the lexicist. The lexicist,
2: he says. But, he, but, he's <laughs> trying to say narcissist Lex Luger. He starts with the Lex and then it all goes to shit. The
3: lexicist. And it's so Mark good. Luger.
2: It's so good that he just goes, Pfft, well, see what I do. Yeah. And <laughs> there's a weird thing in this one for the first time as well. You're getting a sense of this being a bit more real. Right, okay. I I really noticed that. So, like, the perfect (laughs) bit where he's a pro and it Mm. doesn't go to plan and he just goes, I'll adapt and I'm leaving. Mm. And I think there's a slight bit of everyone's a bit more confident because Vince McMahon isn't around. Right, okay, yeah, And so they're not worried in so way that he's got this diamond eye, sort of, you know, absolutely focused on the product. And they're beginning to relax a bit. (laughs) And relaxing, they're great. I really (laughs) Perfect's so good in this. Um, This match, Lex
3: Luger versus Mr
2: Perfect, again...
3: Just flat. I don't like Lex Luger anyway. I no. thought his entrance with... Um, I, the racist thing I've ever seen at WrestleMania thus far. Oh, like the, the when gold, you see
2: up all the ladies' bottoms?
3: The gold, well, the gold bikini ladies... Yeah. ...coming down the runway, getting touched up and grab-arsed... Yes. ...by literal children. Yes. Like... And then they get on, and there's a lot of thong. There's cameramen. A lot of
2: arse. Cameramen really sticking that. They they get behind them on the stairs as they step in the ring, and there's a parade of four of them, and the cameramen... I mean, uh, you know, I've worked in television for a long time. Every cameraman I've met, young or old, is a filthy pervert. (laughs) And they go up those stairs, and that cameraman is just basically... The important thing is, if there's a bit of a rustle of this tiny gold thong, I need to be able to film their
3: bum holes. It's a parade of perineums, Mark.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and again, in the middle of WrestleMania, I, I'm trying to get rid of the image of Hogan's <laughs> eye. Then there's all these bum holes. Mr. Perfect's melting down. It's just appalling. I, the, the thing I really do like about this, though, is, is Lex has this, this entrance where these women are holding mirrors. and when yeah, they I, get, quite, I quite like that bit. That was yeah, quite fun. When they will get into position, a firework goes off on top, like a yeah. flare, a flume of sort of um, mm. golden... There's sparks or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's the one moment in the entire thing where the wind picks up. So Lex is standing there, and all of these things—these these plumes, the four plumes—are just showering down on the woman on the end. <laughs> who is dressed? Let's not forget, in nothing. You know, just just she is wincing as
3: it happens. Uh, uh, just uh, what a terrible day she had. There's a uh, there's a long uh, there's a young lass um, <laughs> a long yes. i fuck it. I'm doing it. i will see ya. Uh, there's a young lass in the crowd uh, with um, Lex Luger's picture, and she can't believe it. She no. can't believe he's there. No, oh, it's
2: fantastic. He was he was he, again. He's one of those wrestlers who, who just for some reason something happened and it just they lost what they had so he'd mm-hmm. been huge in, in the NWA and WCW right. he was seen as being the next Hogan and he'd had this he jumped over to WWF he'd had a a, a a motorcycle accident they'd sort of slipped him over to WBF because of a non-compete thing and he just lost all of the the impu- sort of the impetus that is it impetus? he lost all of the momentum right. that he had and he just when he comes out here He's just... Bad, and he <laughs> it, it, he just wasn't. They then try and make him over the next year into the next Hulk Hogan, right? So we're going to see him in some big matches next year. But he just never quite clicked. Mm. It's it's bizarre. I it's, just
3: I just think sometimes um, wrestlers, uh, it's all about your first reaction to them, isn't it? And yeah. it's with him. I just go, don't like squishy face. No, <laughs> little squished squished up face. No, big muscles. I'm not. I'm not he's <sighs> um,
2: he's he's been in bad health over the years. Um, he he had a long career in WCW throughout. Up to the year two thousand, when, mm-hmm. when it was two thousand and one, when it was bought by the WWE.
3: But didn't he head? Or didn't, didn't he head up the wellness um, thing, Lex Luger? Wasn't he highly involved in the wellness um, program, or if not, a patron? <laughs> I, I, I
2: think he was. He would be only involved in that in a absolute. Here's the before photo. So his <laughs> right. his health problems actually, if you see a picture of him now, he is a tenth of the size that he was. Yeah, he is very very thin and, and very scorny. He he had a terrible 2000s where he, mm. um, uh, uh, he he ended up going out with Elizabeth Yes. Uh, uh, and in 2003 he uh, was done for domestic abuse where he'd, he'd beaten her up mm. uh, he was then arrested for driving under the influence a couple of days later when he was put out on bail mm. um, uh, things were going bad mm. he had an unlicensed handgun and then in 2003, uh, he rang the police. He'd found Elizabeth had stopped um, breathing. Yeah. She'd taken a, an overdose of uh, painkillers and vodka. Um, she
3: really can't catch a brick, could she, really, with her uh, chosen No, mates? not at all.
2: No, he he was then arrested. They went through the house, and they found that he had uh, over 1,700 prescription pills in his possession, Jeez. Uh, along with steroids and growth hormone. He was taken to prison. Um, he her, her death was ruled accidental, mm. uh, but he was sentenced to five years probation and had to go under sort peer. Of, Periodic drugs tests. Right. Uh, again, his health has just deserted him. He had a, a, a period where he was actually quadriplegic. Yeah. Um, but he's managed to sort of now walk again. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, a sad story. I mean, I mean, he he just he was one of those guys who he was given so many chances to mm. be the number one guy, and they just never quite stuck. Uh, he mm. just didn't seem to. He just missed that special something. Yeah. He just missed it, and you can see that he misses it in a match like this. You could watch perfect all day long. And I I can barely I can barely watch this match Which is I mean I don't know How many minutes it is It feels like it's about 40 (laughs) It's 10 minutes and 56 seconds That is If I had 10 minutes left to live (laughs) I would say to them Put on the Lex Luger Mr. Perfect
3: match (laughs) And by the end of the 10 minutes I'd be like Jesus Christ You know Am I still here Take me Am I still here Um, It's the first time At uh, at WrestleMania You've seen like a backstage fight Where it's gone from the Out the the ring To completely backstage All in one fell Kind of um, camera move Pretty much
2: It's Shawn Michaels Sort of that uh, they they show Lex Luger and perfect having a fight mm. and they get in the way of Shawn michaels and Shawn michaels just lays into mr perfect there's some great bits where just, they just go to this uh this sort of almost like a garage opening a backstage kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, it's kind just of... filled with empty plastic uh, <laughs> empty cardboard boxes just so they can go through them like they're on the fucking sweeney it's <laughs> so much fun and then michaels picks up a bin and hits mr perfect yeah with that's it. right yeah and again uh, that's that was a bit groundbreaking it's it's hard to remember really the last time someone at sean michaels's level got to use a bin in a
3: match. Yeah. You know, that, that's
2: a really <laughs> rare, exciting thing to well, see at this point. Well,
3: then the whole thing cuts to uh, Gorilla Monsoon, and he just looks dreadful and sad. Oh. He just looks kind of a bit lost, because he's he's... He introduces the show. He does, but he barely features, really. No, and he just pops back there, and Ooh. he's
2: he's dressed as his centurion, but he's <laughs> yes. also kept his tinted glasses on, yes. which is just. I bet if they cut back, you'd see he had like sock suspenders on as well. Uh, it, it is, it is a once great warrior realizing his his time is passing for <laughs> old Gorilla. This Aww. is his his final WrestleMania. I th- okay. Oh, does he does he turn up as a? commentator in a later one? I'm not sure. He does do a few more years with the WWE. Right. Um, and uh, But, I mean, just... Oh he's, oh, he's lovely.
3: Well, he just looks... I don't, but I don't know what he did to break up the Heenan versus Gorilla. No. Oh, he's just too old. Just looked too they probably.
2: They probably have that thing of going, is this the man to take our company forward? Yeah. You know, a a, a man who looks like he's from the 1920s. <laughs> um, but it's sad as well when you see that Bobby Heenan is out there struggling and yeah. that the two of them have been sidelined for Randy Savage. Yeah. And Randy Savage, as well, should have been in the ring. <laughs> this, this WrestleMania is... is With all the people who are on there, and I know they've not got the thickest roster they've ever had in, no. in their time, you can reshuffle this and you can make an exciting WrestleMania. Yeah. And every sort of person who's done that fantasy booking has said, at this point, what we should have had as the main event would have been Bret Hart versus Randy Savage. Yeah. And that could have been a great, great match. Mm. Unfortunately... We don't get that. They don't know do that. No. They don't
3: know that. Here um. it is,
2: it's time for the best match in
3: WrestleMania history.
2: <laughs> the Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez.
3: Is it actually the best match in in, uh, in WrestleMania history? Uh,
2: you, you see, you, have you learned nothing about how <laughs> wrestling as a spectacle <laughs> is? I think it's absolutely... I mean, it's dire. We all know it's dire. But I've been <laughs> dying to talk about Why? it.
3: I can't wait
2: to talk about Why? it. Why?
3: Why <laughs> are we supposed to pretend the suspension of disbelief dictates that? Are we supposed to pretend that, that man is in the nude without, or, with a
2: merkin, or looking at him and going, isn't that man muscular? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs>
3: The, the thing I'm obsessed You can't draw abs on oh, something that doesn't have abs. But, but who came up with that thing of- <laughs> The best
2: thing is they must have had to have a proper meeting where they went, yeah, I know you want the, the thing that it looks like a thing, but I don't know what to do <laughs> with, with the groin or the bum. Yeah. And they've gone, ah, okay, well, let's you, think you this through. Have, you
3: can have the bum, that's fine. We've only had the thongs. You have, have the, the bum. bum.
2: Do it. Don't do it like there's like fur bursting out between the cracks. <laughs> you've got to draw it in. But we also don't just want a bum. So make it look a bit like a, a, a sort of like you know a smear of shit. <laughs> right? That, that will get across. The fact that it it's a bottom. The
3: giant Where does shit come Gonzales. from?
2: <laughs> you know, it comes from an ass. So that's clearly his ass because he's got a okay, shitty stripe up the back of it. Right <laughs> now, what to do about the cock and balls? <laughs> now, how
3: do, we, how do we obscure the cock and balls of Giant Gonzalez? We, we don't want a thick pelt. We obviously no. don't want to draw the cock on.
2: Right? <laughs> we don't want. I don't know. You know, we don't want to draw on a little pair of shorts. You know, what we should do is just. Let, let's tone it so it like <laughs> he's got no genitals. Yeah, but there's a darkness there. <laughs> so start not really dark, but can get quite dark underneath. And the fact that they someone made this, making that thing, and just going, "This is dear fucking sculpture." <laughs> <laughs> I mean to sort of might like, paint the bit in. Oh, can't, can't make it vaginary. How you- has <laughs> got a big flat and mat? <laughs> do I you- don't.
3: Oh, my How? God. Because, I mean, presumably, <laughs> to paint that, they will have had to put it on a three-dimensional yeah. object. Don't forget. But there's, this guy is, is seven is, is foot seven, seven, seven. Right. So this guy's gi- fucking gigantic. <laughs> he will have had to have worn that while they try and obscure <laughs> his giant Gonzalez testicles with... An airbrush.
2: Oh, there's always been a thing with, with my with, God. with with Jorge Gonzalez, dreadful. who is Giant Gonzalez. He was a ba- basketball player. Uh, he's Argentinian, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. from Argentina, and he was legitimately seven seven. They build him at eight foot because um, seven seven, you know, gives a fuck, uh, <laughs> eight, eight foot, that's great. <laughs> but he was um, uh, uh, one of the the, the, the the tallest basketball players in history. Right. Not great at basketball, but he was very tall, mm. and he was playing. I think he was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, mm. who were owned by Ted Turner, who owned. WCW. Right. And so he'd seen this guy and said, you could be a wrestler. Yeah. Now, Gonzalez, he, he um, trained for a year. Mm. A year. Yeah. And he was, he had no aptitude for wrestling at all. <laughs> but he was a spectacle. A, you know,
3: spectacle, oh, if he could have wrestled, yeah. he could have made millions. <laughs> but he couldn't. But he's, he looks a bit like the Great Khali in in uh, I know I always talk about. Uh, there that is man. a similarity between His the facially, two of them. I think. There's
2: a there's a similarity between the two of them. They, neither of them are good but their their height makes them important. Yeah. And wrestling is about spectacle. There is always room for people who are incredibly fat or incredibly tall. Mm. But You've got to work with them in a in a yeah. certain way. In WCW, before he goes to WWF as Giant Gonzalez, they had him work a program with Ric Flair, and right. even Ric Flair couldn't, couldn't make it work. They right. just couldn't make it work. Yeah. So he comes here, and his size—they're going to put him against the Undertaker. Yeah. But oh my God, it's so bad! <laughs> it's so bad. And I just get the feeling—I get the feeling—he didn't really want to be there. I think he had that thing of going, "I'm tall, and I'm here, and I don't like this." And, it's, and, and, just and look like what I'm wind. dressed as. I'm dressed like a hairy
3: poo. I'm dressed like, <laughs> like a twig that's come to life. I'm dressed like a Roald Dahl fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the twits. I'm dressed like I, the twits. I'm dressed like the
2: book by the woman who did the Gruffalo that has the, the twig <laughs> on the front that I can't remember what the thing is. Yeah. But I look like that, but big. Like a, um, I just, I mean, what a humiliating. Originally, when he had the costume, it actually had fur on it.
3: Yeah, and there's a bit of fur on the. Oh, it actually, had fur. Kind of. Oh, real that would make more sense, wouldn't and, it? And
2: it looked stupider, but it didn't look as bad. So when you see him there, uh. tall in that skin tight bodysuit. When has a skin tight bodysuit ever worked on someone who is either really fat or really, really small? You're only doing it to sort of go, uh, you know. Don't get ideas above your station, you prick! I'm gonna really, really humiliate you. It just—it looks so bad. Bull. It's a, an undertaker comes in with his fucking iconic entrance on a chariot
3: with a vulture, yeah, pulled a... by
2: Anubis, the god of the dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and the, and the vulture because it's scared of all the clapping
3: crowd is really flapping and really and it, flapping. It's got its it's got its oh, beak it's tied. Brilliant. It's, got its rubber to rub
2: There's round a bit beak. where the cameraman who's been filming up people's bums literally tries to film up the vulture's bum and the vulture. Turns around and goes to the camera. It's just like, that is the greatest out. <laughs> and then Undertaker comes in and, my God, that's hard work. It's such
3: hard work. But that said, I think in previous WrestleManias is when... Uh, he's only done one that we've seen before. Uh, that's Snooker um, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. So well, like, he looks a bit more it's weird sort of seeing him quite animated because he, he, he has to work a lot harder he has to be yeah. a bit more quick he yeah. be, otherwise it would just be fucking even duller than that so he yeah. has to be a bit more sprightly than this gigantic turd
2: yeah he is and Undertaker is great in this mm. you know he knows his gimmick really really well yeah. he's just got it down pat he's a perfect combination of the performer and the gimmick yeah. and he really shows it in this but uh, the other thing about this is they had this odd thing at this Wrestlemania Wrestlemania's used to be about ending stuff and in this mm. one there's loads of disqualifications and count outs yeah. where they're going oh and we'll carry that on we'll cut, yeah. too. so you get another one of these this is the rematch of this happens at SummerSlam and it's just as bad as before yeah. but it's basically when they've done that with Gonzalez that's sort of it they're, they're wrapping it up right. um, they do do a thing where he turns on his manager but I mean no one wants to see Gonzalez it's, he's just too bad yeah. there's one bit he does that, that is really impressive right at the end where I mean it ends with this fucking chloroforming. Thing. Yeah. if you're 7 foot 7 and you can't win a match with anything but chloroform you're the world's worst wrestler um, <laughs> but there's a bit where he grabs the, the referee and mm. he just waves him around and it's a guy called Bill Alfonso who went on to be a manager in ECW yeah. Rob Van Dam and Sabu um, and he grabs Bill Alfonso and he moves him around effortlessly yeah. and you go shit the one thing that's never come across in Giant Gonzalez's career apart from that moment mm. is that he's actually incredibly powerful and mm. incredibly big
3: yeah. and just watching
2: him do that I was like that's that's the best thing you've ever done.
3: <laughs> it's like you when know. a gorilla picks up it's young and just sort oh, of like, moves it around.
2: Entirely. Or when you see, like, you know, a gorilla from a long way and you go, isn't it cute? And then a human child gets in there <laughs> and, it, and it just lifts yeah, up yeah. and starts bashing it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just effortless for him. And it's uh, <laughs> it's really thrilling. Um, again, you know, this, this, this ending in DQs and stuff, mm. I mean, it's so... Bad and you can see here uh, again we, we talk about the streak mm. uh, this is number three on the streak mm. but you get the feeling here they so easily could have gone oh let's have it go to a double countout yeah and then the important thing would have been lost forever yeah and it's just by bloody flukes that they managed didn't to luck into like that streak I just didn't yeah
3: fuck it up there was, uh, there was a couple of uh, notable uh, commentary points where uh, uh, Bobby Bobby Heaney says uh, you know some people people can palm a basketball he could palm a Buick and then match man tries to get involved and he goes You could palm the ring. (laughs) She's <laughs> fucking dreadful. He could palm something a little bit bigger than a Buick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, can I see mate. what's bigger than a Buick? What I can see, <laughs> <laughs> who could palm the ring. <laughs> and uh, Jim Ross, when uh, when the metal steps get mashed into, um, when I think um, Undertaker gets thrown into mm. them, um, he goes, he goes, look at that, they're solid steel. But then they get upturned, <laughs> and you can clearly see they're for thin,
2: <laughs> ever thin, ever thin. Um, yeah. Anyway, Gonzalez, <laughs> he he basically after this is he's done. He's done. So he does a couple of years. He has a few matches in Japan for the money. Mm. and then in 1995 he returns to Argentina and uh, again he's another person on this Wrestlemania who who ends up um, dying from um, uh, complications of diabetes yes Uh, actually I say this Wrestlemania Kamala's match with Bam Bam Bigelow was taken off but we talked Mm. about Kamala a couple of episodes ago Um, he also had diabetes problems but he he
3: had lifelong he had lifelong problems uh, did Gonzalez? he did because of of that
2: yeah a very very tall man with very very big problems
3: (laughs) oh dear Um, next match after the um, Prince Charles Ears situation with that horrible man, yeah, Mr. Yeah, petting the prick. <laughs> Yokozuna with uh, Bret Hart. Yes. The singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep, that's right. Yokozuna here is 26 years old. Fuck off. I know, amazing, <laughs> eh? My word. 26. How, how do you even... How do you even... <laughs>
2: Don't know Wowzers. now. After this match, <coughs> Yokozuna, his weight spiraled out of control. So at this point, <laughs> he is basically at the the, 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 the lightest <laughs> that he ever is in his career. <laughs> That's the incredible thing. Incredible. So he 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 gets to five hundred pounds. Mm. Um, by nineteen ninety nine, he was seven hundred and sixty pounds.
3: All right. Okay. Now that, that is that there's
2: fourteen pounds in a stone. And seven hundred and sixty.
3: Six hundred and sixty pounds in some what no that can't be right 54 stone yeah so Fuck off. he basically he said
2: that uh, they they WWF basically stopped working with him because they said you need to lose this weight because you're going to die and we, we can't have you dying on our on our watch mm. we, we don't want any more deaths yeah uh, and Yokozuna said well that's difficult he said because I'm doing it on purpose I want to become the heaviest professional wrestler in history, and he was aiming to get between 850 and 900 pounds. Now, a heavy wrestler like Roman Reigns is probably something like 285. Yeah. So he wanted to be four times the weight, right? It's just insane. Um, so that he's he's made this announcement. So at the point where he's 50, 54 stone, he's doing a tour of Britain and in 2000 he's going to be wrestling at Stockport Town Hall
3: this is where he dies
2: he's staying in the Moat House Hotel in Liverpool <laughs> and he, he, he dies mm. unsurprisingly he was he, the, they didn't weigh him uh would not become public but he weighed at the time more than 42 stone
3: incredible yeah
2: and uh he he was uh, you know he died from i think respiratory uh uh he had problems with his lungs with fluid yeah i mean i mean it could have been any one of a number of things when you weigh 42
3: stone yeah i mean it's outside the confines of uh usual um doctor yeah. stuff well i mean if you're 42 stone
2: and you die there's no point really going what did you die of because you go look i don't know what happened si- I had a normal sized heart yeah th- <laughs> this this man had basically transformed himself into a minky whale and why is he dead because he tried to transform himself into a minky whale um, the, the hotel the motor house hotel was torn down in 2005 um there was a delay in tearing it down because they discovered asbestos <laughs> it's not the best fact no. but you know and I remember when Yokozuna died they um he had a, he had a they had a bit about it in The Guardian mm. oddly and I again by 2000 I wasn't really following wrestling and there was a picture and they called him US Road Show Wrestler and there was something depressing about that word roadshow right okay, it yeah. made him sound like a freak yeah um and you know i'm sure his he matches was, weren't we was great fight,
3: he was fight just on
2: i know <laughs> I mean- it's, it's a bit sad isn't it but the star i remember they did a thing about going did a spider kill yokozuna oh wow because i think they'd done an interview with him and he'd said something like i don't like spiders and they'd taken a photograph of him pointing at a plastic spider and going Ooh. and so then they're like <laughs> he's dead run it run it Did did Spider kill kill U.S. Yoko? Wow. Their basic summary after about half a page was... No, no. Again, he looked like a minky whale. It,
3: it, was, right? it was a mixture of fluid and asbestos. Like what, what did him in? What did him in?
2: Yeah, that is not a piece of cargo I'd like to have had to pay to get back
3: to no, America. that is, I mean, <laughs> it's about, it's like Kamala's lamp. Get, <laughs> getting, getting that sent anywhere.
2: I would, I would, I think I would have more use uh, from an aesthetic point of view with Yokozuna's body than some of the lamps that Kamala's made they no. really are not appealing
3: go make a big um, bean bag out uh, <laughs> or several um, this, is,
2: this is if only the family had, had got uh, to speak to us
3: we really could have helped them out don't burn it yeah. so don't burn it <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, bean bag mate um, in this match uh, Mr Fuji comes out um, with one of his uh, a real blockbuster bit of belligerent shite like he <laughs> he just goes hello <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. and that's what he that's his speech that's his speech I, what he doesn't know.
2: he does after Bret Hart has lost um, and uh, uh, Hulk Hogan has run down just to check the hitman is okay after having a load of salt thrown in his eyes yeah well um, I mean you know, <laughs> Fuji does make that challenge and, and he has to do that pretty much twice and the commentators again are doing a lot of the work to <laughs> fill in the gaps that, that he's left um, <laughs> Bret Hart uh, was was top of the world at this point he's mm. um, he's beaten um, uh, Ric Flair for the Bell and he's really going on a run here and uh, he thinks that hogan is is over hulkamania is, is dead the steroid thing is still very much in everyone's mind yeah and so he's thinking well you know i'm going to be the champion for a while yeah um he, he originally wanted to face ultimate warrior at this uh, wrestlemania okay. which again would have been a bigger match but he wanted the proviso that ultimate warrior everyone had put him over andre and hogan uh, savage and so he thought that it was time that warrior did uh, the job that yeah. Bret Hart would beat Ultimate Warrior at Wrestlemania 9 and the Hart era would begin mm. instead what happens Ultimate Warrior is fired and Hogan suddenly comes back and part of the reason really he comes back is I think Vincent McMahon panicked about yeah. Wrestlemania without Hulk Hogan
3: well yeah I mean I guess it was just so needless this bit at the end it was like absolutely it's, it's, it's t- literally 22 seconds like yeah. Hilgung turns up and uh, defeats Yokozuna yep yeah. Um, it's just weird. It's just they, really weird. They,
2: they, they had agreed as to why it would happen. So right. Vincent Mann contacted Bret Hart and said, look, this is how it's going to go down. You're going to lose to Yokozuna, and then he's going to challenge, and Hogan comes out and wins the belt. And they said the reason he's doing that is because at SummerSlam, you're going to win the belt from Hogan. Right. And that was to be the change in the eras. era of Hogan is, is over, yeah. and the era of Hart begins, the new generation. And they got as far as to actually... Doing a photo shoot where they're both tussling over the belt, Hogan and, and Hart. Mm. Hogan had no intention of losing to Bret Hart. What it meant, really, he, he often said, you know, he was too small. He said that he wouldn't be good and he'd damage the business. Revenues would go down. Mm. He couldn't support it. But really, Hulk Hogan realized if he'd have lost, he'd be willingly ending his reign. Right. And so he just didn't want to do that. Yeah. So he told Hart at the time, uh, he said, I, I won't forget to return the favor and Bret Hart said I'm going to remember that Terry and Bret Hart did remember it because he never ever forgave him they worked together in WCW many years later I think they had one singles match in all that time but Bret Hart in his book has nothing but bad words to say about Hulk Hogan yeah Hogan basically didn't want to give up the spotlight. He so was a bit of an like island, he did, wasn't he? was bit Just like an he did with island, WrestleMania six, mm. where he, when Warrior wins the belt and Hogan yeah. takes the spotlight back, he did exactly the same thing here. And he's just became that master of politicking. Mm. He'd worked for it for so many years. He also, I think, had a thing of going, if I'm no longer the, the big star, then my Hollywood stuff will, all dries up. Yeah. So he saw it as a real sort of a fight to just keep that that power. Mm. He then starts doing weird stuff. So he wins the belt. He doesn't defend it again until he gets the King of the Ring a new show and loses it to Yokozuna. Yeah. He goes once to Japan and he fights Great Muta and they have a match and while he's there with his championship belt he starts talking about how this belt is just a toy and a trinket and the important belt is the IWGP, the big belt in uh, Japan. Mm. And again, he's angling to try and put himself in a new career in, in the top spot in the thing. Right. And you can just see this is, this is the problem is Vince McMahon has put Hogan in a position where he can start fucking things up yeah. for his he's, own benefit. Yeah, he's
3: put... And, 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 this, and in this case, he's brought him back. So, he's again, he's put him again in the yep. spotlight where he's it was just needless. And as
2: soon as Hogan gets his hands on that belt, Hogan's in control. <clears> and it's, it's, it's an Isn't amazing it thing to
3: watch. Like the crossover between real, the and, the real, real and, and the fake. fake. Yeah. And it's
2: amazing to watch how someone like that who has been doing this their whole career, they can do it in front of all those people on pay-per-view mm. and it just slowly sort of filters out over the years. <laughs> you can watch him fucking up someone else's career mm. for his own benefit. And that that is a sort of nasty thing about this WrestleMania. Mm. Even if you don't know what's going on, you get the feeling that something's gone wrong here. Yeah. And I really remember watching it as a, you know, probably a 15-year-old. I remember watching this and thinking Why have they gone back to this when we'd moved on? Yeah. You know, Bret Hart was really, really good in the ring, and Hogan is back with his old routine, and I couldn't work it out. Yeah. Um, It it becomes, you know, a pointless title change. Mm. There was no benefit for it. Yeah. Um, But Bret Hart rather than being, you know, this, this this, ruining his career as it could have ruined so many people's career, and probably did, you know, when this has happened over the years ruin people's careers mm. Bret Hart didn't let it ruin his career and he just goes on to become a bigger and bigger star
3: Does Hulk Hogan move to Japan and get his carpet samples like Moot? <laughs> <laughs> was that Moot?
2: That it? was Giant Baba, oh, And it was Lino, not Carpet <laughs> Sorry Jesus sorry, Christ um, <laughs> uh, The, the uh, you know, the, the important thing about this is Hogan finally gets the project that he's always dreamed of Mm. and he's able then to move away from wrestling, which Mm. is Thunder in Paradise.
3: Oh, forgot about Thunder in Paradise. (laughs) How can you forget about Thunder in Paradise? I used to watch that a little bit, yes, Mm. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hullcock's dreadful in this and I'm glad he... Goes away.
2: Yeah, his, his, <laughs> For now. his eye is disgusting. His behavior is awful. And <laughs> the nice thing is, is
3: probably, ooh, what is it,
2: eight months after this, he's sitting in a federal court having to spill his guts about all the bad things he's ever done in his life.
3: Yay! Woo! Well, that has been <laughs> WrestleMania. The worst thing I ever did was this Bret Hart shit. <laughs> <laughs> that has been WrestleMania IX. WrestleMania IX. <laughs> and so
2: uh, next time it's WrestleMania X. Yes. Uh, that's. Uh, WrestleMania 10, uh, a ladder match, uh, and Vince McMahon is going to jail. Oh! Or is he?
3: Oh, I'm so excited, Mark. Wrestle me, Mark. (laughs) Wrestle me, Peter!